Today we're going to talk about common behaviors of cheaters. A man that cheats has low frustration tolerance. He can't handle when things aren't going his way. It's immaturity and a lack of self-control, which is rooted in early childhood. First off, he gets angry very quickly. He probably has instantaneous reactions and it results in an adult temper tantrum. You can't reason with him when he gets like this. It takes him a while to calm down. This is called emotional dysregulation. He goes from zero to 100 in a flash. He doesn't have proper processing to think before he acts. Behavior comes from first the soul, which is God, but if it's infected, there's a film around his soul that only comes from the demonic realm. Then this infection affects his mind, which is where his thoughts and emotions are. His thoughts trigger emotions. His emotions cause him to act. So this is what it looks like. Soul, infection, mind, thoughts, emotion, behavior. This is a slow process for the realized man. For the immature man, this happens in a millisecond. You can tell how much processing a man is doing by how long it takes him to go from stimulus to rage to violent behavior. In the case of cheating, you will see how long it takes for him to get denied sex from his partner and for him to get angry about it. You won't be around when he acts out the behavior, but just watch him. If he sits and stews, the opportunity just hasn't arrived yet. Number two, he's very vindictive. Even when you're just playing around, he's got to get you back somehow. He's always trying to settle some invisible score. If you say something to him one day, he'll bring it right back around the next day. He holds a grudge sometimes for hours, weeks, days, or years. He just can't turn the page. It's all about the get back. This type of person can't be trusted when you're not around and they don't fight fair. If you talk too long with someone on the phone, he'll spend hours on the phone with somebody you hate. If you smile too much at a waiter, he'll wait until there's a pretty waitress and blatantly flirt with her in your face, even going as far as asking her if she has a boyfriend. These are not signs you should ignore. Just watch how they handle slight or ego bruising. If they bring up things from your past constantly, this is a vindictive person. The reason they're like this is because they're overly sensitive and never developed a strong outer covering. Hurting their feelings is like brushing up against newly burned skin. They have the emotional capacity of a child for pain. That is not a man. This is a little boy with a big ego. He probably learned from his mother how to be vindictive. If his ego gets bruised because you turned him down for sex, he'll go find somebody who will say yes. It's to soothe his hurt feelings. It's to get back at you, and it's really to get back at his mother. Don't miss this. When a man cheats on a woman, it's all about his mother. Number three, he is never wrong. You can get into a disagreement with this man, and he will talk you around in circles just so he won't have to admit he made a mistake. He will cut you off while you're talking because self-reflection is painful to him. He can't take any type of criticism. He probably surrounds himself with people that boost his ego. And if you don't do it, he will find a woman that will. 
She's lying to him, of course, but that's okay because he lies to himself every single day. He rarely, if ever, apologizes. He doesn't own up to his shortcomings. He will lie until the cows come home. Men like this don't have a conscience. They believe the words coming out of their mouths. It's pathology. They don't even know they're doing it. You keep bringing them to the present moment, and that's not where they live. They live inside their heads, where they are king, and you are here to serve them, and look the other way when they make a mistake. These same men want to be forgiven quickly when they're caught cheating. They want you to get over it as soon as possible. However, please do not cheat on these men. They can't handle the same treatment. They can't handle even 0.01% of what they dish out. A man like this doesn't do any self-development. He just wants life to continue the way it is, and he doesn't want to pay any consequences, even if it means being humble in the moment. Number four, he needs to be the center of attention. Don't let you and him go out to an event and you get more looks and compliments than him. These types of men are basic. They can't handle someone, even on their arm, getting more attention than them. They're envious, jealous, competitive, and can't exist unless someone is paying attention to them. This is an empty person. They crave acknowledgement. And if you aren't around, they will feed off of anyone, and I do mean anyone. They don't want you to succeed unless it benefits them in some way. They'll try to put you down in front of other people just to get a leg up from his deflating ego. A married man will go to a table of women at a bar, suck the life out of them, fill up on that, and then go home to his wife feeling like a million bucks. He'll be empty soon enough, and then he'll expect her to get him back up to where he just was. Extremely selfish people crave attention. Number five, he pouts when you ignore him. Don't ignore a man that hasn't evolved. He will turn into a pure baby. The only thing he won't do is probably cry about it. There are other ways to act like a baby though, like pout, do a silent treatment, start speaking in a little boy voice, it's pathetic. Instead of him just saying, hey, I need some love right now. How many men could get what they wanted if they just expressed themselves? They bother you when you're doing something important. They can't wait until you finish. They take it personally if you don't drop everything for them. They will find someone that doesn't have much going on and can hop on a plane, rent a hotel room at the drop of a hat. He doesn't respect her either. She's just available all the time. This is also rooted in childhood. A mother can ruin her son in two ways. Too little nurturing or too much nurturing. If she gives him too little, he's always empty and boiling hot, trying to fill a void that she put in him. If she gives him too much, he can't grow his capacity and expects everyone to spoil him like she did. Either way, you can't make a man like this happy 100% of the time because unless everything is perfect, he's going to get mad. Number six, he has a lot of male buddies, his crew. I'm not talking about men that are about business and the people they hang around are actually prospering and moving ahead in life. I'm talking about the loser crew, the ones that cheat on their wives or girlfriends 
always want to hang out three, four, five days a week. They want to stay in high school mode. They haven't grown and they don't want him to grow. They keep each other arrested in young teenage years. They talk nasty. They bring each other down morally and they either drink a lot or swear a lot as posturing. Posturing is what men do when they're insecure. They go back to caveman behavior to show their manliness. This is a corrupt view of manhood and you have to look at his father for that inspiration. He probably didn't have a good male role model to follow so he found it in the streets. Male friends don't talk to each other about their emotions. They bottle up everything and pretend that everything is fine. They make excuses for each other's behaviors, even lying for them when they're busted cheating. They keep each other's dirty secrets, send each other new pictures of the girls they're seeing and high five each other when they did something especially nasty. Watch out for men that hang out with low quality friends. Number seven, he travels a lot. A man that's always on the road, especially if he's in entertainment, is not someone who can handle being alone in a hotel room. They have too many fans, too much opportunity, and they get bored. The worst thing you can have is a bored man who is alone. The devil is just waiting for him to get from around you so he can get him to act out some of these fantasies in his head. When you're out of sight, you're out of mind. He just needs to feed his snake. Every man that travels is not a cheater, but if he's not available at night for a call or a text, you already know he's down in the bar looking for some company. They just don't do well alone. They get inside their heads and they don't exist unless someone is stroking their ego. They fall into a depression when no one is touching them or hugging them or cuddling with them or trying to kiss them. They feel like they're losing their minds. These are little boys. An aware man will talk with his partner until he goes to sleep. FaceTime or Skype and send cute texts to let her know he's thinking about her. He'll curl up with a book or a movie or grab some room service or let that be that. He won't jeopardize a good thing at home for some temporary fix of a skank that he may never see again. A man that's dopamine deficient is absolutely a cheater. He needs adrenaline to get his dopamine. He needs the danger, the unknown, the strange, the rush of doing something bad. You already know if your man is like that by watching his other behavior. Number eight, he has a lot of female friends. These friends are likely the ones he had before he started a relationship with you. I used to have a lot of male friends. I knew all the dirt they did too, and I wasn't about to tell their new victims how foul they were. Since then, I've put more restrictions on the types of people I call friends. I will not be friends with a cheater. I've had several friends, ex-girlfriends call me after the fact, asking me what they did wrong. If they only knew, he had already moved on before they broke up. I didn't have the heart to tell them. They were already broken up about somebody who wasn't even worth their time. Cheaters usually start scouting for the next target before the breakup actually happens. They can't have any lag time in between. They plan ahead. These female friends probably don't even like you, even if they pretend that they do. They're probably irritated that he didn't choose one of them before he found someone new. They know all his mess and they want to prove to him that they're one of the guys so they keep it secret. If they had any value, they would call him on his crap but then they wouldn't be his friend anymore. These female friends are for narcissistic supply when he's running low on female attention. There's no real friendship here. He's probably just playing head games with them, trying to make them jealous. Most of my male friends tried to sleep with me at some point or the other. They got friend zone and they were bitter. 
He might even be sleeping with some of them as a booty call. Don't be fooled, ladies. They think one day he'll wake up. That's funny. If he talks to them on the phone for hours, that's time he should be talking to you. That needs to change. Number nine, he abuses alcohol or drugs. This is self-explanatory. A man that abuses alcohol or drugs is not a happy man. He is dopamine deficient. And when he's under the influence, his body parts are going to start making requests. If he can't get his booze or dope, he might get cranky, which is another word for depression. Watch out for that because he is not the same person when he's using substances. He is demonic and reckless. Number 10, he has anxiety. I mentioned this in my latest book that anxiety is self-induced. Some of you might not agree, but as someone who has cured myself of paralyzing anxiety, I can tell you it was all in my head. I was avoiding depression. Anxiety is depression in disguise. If he is jittery and can't sit down and always has to have something going on, some drama, he can't be left alone. People like this self-harm, and that can come in many forms, either by really and truly harming themselves or by doing self-destructive things like cheating, fighting, or binge drinking. If he can't seem to be calm, relaxed, or peaceful for long periods of time, he's in survival mode. He avoids pain. When his testicles are ringing, it's painful. The pressure of being driven by a dark force in your pants is unbearable for him. If you aren't around, he will find release elsewhere. Number 11, he watches porn. I think men that watch pornography when they have a partner are really sad. They're opening themselves up spiritually to people they don't know. They're creating a soul tie with a woman who will sleep with dozens of men a month. That's too much evil in one place. They like to fantasize that the girl is sleeping with them and they like unrealistic expectations. Those girls in those movies aren't even enjoying themselves. They are working for money. What woman feels good about herself that she has to use her body for a paycheck? These girls have serious, serious, serious mental problems. They are spiritually sick. That's like sticking your penis inside of a toilet bowl. That's how filthy these women are spiritually. The men in the film are clearly sex addicts. They are imprisoned by demonic forces. And a man that goes to watch pornography in his bedroom is bringing demons into his home. When a man watches it constantly, he's under mind control. He's in survival mode. His balls are infected. And he couldn't stop watching it if he tried because now the demons that were in the movie are now in him. Be careful of sleeping with a man that watches porn. Number 12, he talks too much. This is also related to anxiety. Imagine a person that is treading water. If they ever stop moving their hands, they'll drown. That's what people that talk too much are doing. Avoiding drowning in a pool of emotion. Water represents emotion. They're running from the silence. A man that just needs to talk constantly, calls you to vomit, and doesn't even ask you anything is likely a cheater. It means that he needs another person to acknowledge his existence. You can tell if someone talks too much by daydreaming in the middle of the conversation. If you can successfully daydream while they're talking and come back to it and they didn't miss a beat, they talk too much. Some really empty men need constant reassurance during the conversation because they're highly attuned when you stop giving them energy. They say things like, right, or you know what I mean, or can you believe that? Because they wanna make sure the hose is still connected to your guts so they can suck the life out of you. 
you feel drained after talking to these people. They walk away feeling full and happy and you have to take a nap. You cannot trust a blabbermouth. Number 13, he steals. I'm not talking about grand theft or armed robbery because that just means he's crazy and dangerous and you should leave him for that alone. I'm talking about stealing little things. These are things that bypass his conscience. If he goes into a store, steals a candy, a pen, or tries to get over on somebody, this is a cheater. This person excuses himself for anything. It's really a symptom of a much bigger problem. The needle gets moved whenever he wants to justify what he does. If he comes home and tells you that someone gave him back too much change and it's his lucky day, you can't trust that type of man. That man has no morals, no integrity, no internal government system that lets him know that right is right whether someone is looking or not. He doesn't have a relationship with God because the Almighty would have convicted him. He has a sense of lack. He feels that he doesn't have enough. He feels that others have more and he needs to balance the scales. A dishonest man is dishonest in all his ways. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. He'll raise his kids to be just like that. If he can get away with it, then it's all right. His conscience is shut down. The same type of person will make excuses for other people that steal. He'll overcharge people or he'll not return something that belongs to someone. It's all the same thing. Number 14, he's possessive. A man that's possessive is well aware of his own shady behavior, so he assumes that other people are just like him. He treats you like you're his property because he's afraid his karma is coming back to him in unexpected ways. He's hypervigilant about where you go, who you're talking to, who just texts you. That's not love, that's ownership. What is he afraid of? If he's a good guy, he should have nothing to worry about, but he's not a good guy. But he knows you don't know that yet. Some women think that it's cute when a guy is possessive. Let me tell you, it's cute at first, but when you can't go around the block without a phone call, you're dealing with a potentially dangerous person. This is a man that is deathly afraid of abandonment. These are the types of people that become stalkers. They have a different set of rules for you and a different set of rules for themselves. Any man that needs to watch everything you do, keep extreme tabs on you, is doing that so he knows exactly where you are so he can feel safe when he's doing what he's doing. Number 15, he looks through your phone. I know he won't let you look through his phone, and if you do, everything is erased. He wants to coast to your phone, he wants to look through your pictures, he wants to scour your text messages because he's afraid of abandonment. A man that feels like he's about to be abandoned will start looking for backup supply. It's automatic. They are terrified of being without a source of energy. I have never looked through someone's phone simply because a phone is a very personal thing. It's almost like a diary. When I see couples swapping phones, giving each other their passwords, I think it's ridiculous. If you trusted them, you wouldn't need to do that. Fix what's wrong in the relationship instead of using this method to give yourself a false sense of security. If a man is going to cheat, he's going to cheat. And he knows exactly how to cover it up so you won't find it. Your little tips and tricks will uncover nothing because you'll be looking in all the wrong places. Have you ever seen these movies where the person is hiding their secret valuables inside of a false wall. The person opens a closet and it looks empty, so they stop looking, right? People have a way of hiding things in their phones behind false icons, secret folders, clearing caches, false names, false contacts. It's best to just leave that whole process alone. 
I don't want to leave you with all bad news. There are some things you can do if you suspect that your man is cheating. They're very helpful for life in general. You should do them all. Course of action. Number one, pray about it. God Almighty knows all. Everything you do, everything your man does, everything your haters do, he sees it. Pray if you suspect something is going on and ask him for guidance. He will answer you and give you peace about it. Number two, ask God to reveal. If you're really up for that, you can ask God to reveal anything in your relationship that's not good. You need to wait until he reveals it. Don't go looking for stuff because you'll find something and misinterpret it. Number three, work on yourself. If you spend your time on self-development, the devil won't have time to fill your head with garbage. Watching shows on TV that have themes about cheating, watching silly soap operas where everyone is sleeping with everyone, you manifest that garbage into your life. You even start acting like the people getting cheated on and wonder why you get the same results. Spend time in prayer, reading your Bible, learning something new, or building your self-worth. That way you exhibit behavior that the man actually values and wants to be around. They treat you how you treat you. If you think you're someone to be respected, if he has any sense, he will treat you that way too or he will lose you. Number four, volunteer. There is so much that needs to be done in the world. If you're up all night waiting for some man to call you, go to bed, rise early, and go volunteer. There's no better way to show a man that you have a life outside of him than for him to see you serving humanity. If he's not impressed with that, then he's just not that great of a man. And you should hope somebody takes him off your hands. Number five, be ready to walk away. I've coached people that were so completely and utterly consumed by the idea of infidelity that the only way for them to be happy was to disconnect from the relationship. Nine times out of 10, they had unhealed wounds that attracted this type of person in the first place. If you find yourself with a cheater, please know you attracted that into your existence. Work on yourself and try to be alone for a while. Don't even flinch at being alone for years. It will do wonders for your self-esteem. When you see all the simps you passed on, you get to learn what you want and what you don't want. Never choose when you're lonely because the wolves can smell a weak woman from 10 kilometers away. You have a sign on your head that says, mistreat me, please, and they will answer. Change your vibration and don't let it get you down. It has more to do with him and his journey. The part that is about you is how you attracted him in the first place. Last but not least, if you do get cheated on, take time to heal. Do some meditation, yoga, nature walks, listen to music, paint, draw, cook, read books, anything to heal from the mistrust. Don't make the next guy pay for his mistakes. Wait on God. He'll bring you someone wonderful. Make sure you're wonderful when he gets there so you won't miss the blessing of a good man. I hope you enjoyed this video. Please like, comment, or subscribe so you can know when I'll be posting my next video. I have two books out now on Amazon. It's a series called God's Pharmacy. One is about dopamine and the other is about Eve's serpent, Candida. You can download it now and let me know what you think about it. Thank you for watching.